Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, welcome to the COV on the 19th of August, 2021, in case you were wondering. We're going to take a look at everything that's happened in the day in business, finance, economics, reporting season, and that might give you a clue that I'm here with Annette Beecher. <laughs> yes, I am here, but there's. It, I thought reporting season was actually more interesting than the economics, but anyway, yeah, yeah, no, you okay, go then first. Let's start there. No, because I think it's, uh, well, the index overall, I think, is pretty interesting now. We're down by half a percent and the day 7,464. After making all those fresh record highs, you know, over the yeah. past couple of weeks. you got to be careful what you wish for. Like we were almost bored last week saying another record high. Even 0.2 or 0.3, it's still a fresh record high. So we've managed to erase uh, last week's gain. So we're back where we were a week ago. E-mini futures, I can see, are pointing down in the United States. Of course, we had a down day in the States. We had a bit of a tech unwind happening there. Lots of talk about the FOMC. We're not going to go there. We're going to stick with equities for a minute, Annette, and reporting season to just take a look at how some of the companies that reported ended up faring throughout the day today. I was on air when things were coming to life, you know, so I get the sort of first <laughs> initial look in as to how some of these companies um, and their share prices were reacting. Uh, I got to say Redbubble tumbled out of the gate. It looks to me like Redbubble was the best performer in terms of these Funny companies that. by the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the most shorted Companies, yeah, on we the uh, market. we just checked uh, if that is the case, and it was one of the top ten shorted stocks on the ASX. Where we were just discussing the business model is a little narrowly focused, shall we say? We did speak with Michael Ilinsky. Lachinsky, I always pronounce it wrong, excuse me, Redbubble CEO. It's up online right now. If you would like to hear his view on what's to come, what will sustain this company once that, and I'm and perhaps unfairly, we're pointing at Redbubble Group because it's, it's that theme, the, those companies that really, really did well through the pandemic, uh, particularly some of those e-commerce-related companies. You know, how will they fare mm. going forward? What's, what's their five-year plan? Yeah. Um, look, we had a whole heap of other companies reporting. One that stood out to me right from the get-go was NRW Holdings, uh, revenue at $2.2 billion, up 11%. It's exposed to the minings and metal space. It's a service provider. It was up by 17%. Reject shot by the end of the day, 13%. So there was a lot of big movers in the, mo in the smaller end of town. Mm. Let's call it that. Uh, but when it came to the big guys, Origin Energy... Um, TWE, South 32, negative. Not so good. I thought TWE did okay given trying circumstances. They are working away from the China model. So they're sort of that, that is probably a five-year plan there that's still yet to be uh, put into place. And for some of those, I mean, Origin, we, we know the troubles. We've, we've known them for quite some time. But for those companies, and it's not pure cover, but uh, the materials space did very poorly today, down by close to 4% by the end of the session. 
energy space did particularly poorly, uh, down by 2.6%. Now, some of that was a reflection of the results, but some of it is that, you know, commodity prices have well, been hit hard. We walked in this morning. It was a it was a sea of red, copper down, iron ore down. It was just a soggy day all round. I think the markets overreacted to the minutes just to bring a, a splash of macro. It does seem a little incongruous that the market's panicking about the potential for tapering and tightening. I mean, we've been talking about this <laughs> for six months at a minimum, uh, but sometimes you just have to find excuses for the narrative. Yeah, well, we have a, a guest writing in the COB today. Uh, Larry Shover says, similar to the build-up to Y2K, the Segway PT <laughs> or Super Bowls 1 to 55, it feels as though we've been talking about this for a decade. That's the Fed's plan, Yeah, <laughs> you know, I dare say. Uh, listen, we'd love for you to sign up for the COB. Also in the COB right now, we're trying to grow our subscriber base. We want to grow our circle. We love what we do. We want to reach more people. In the newsletter, there's a way that you can... Uh, put your name into a prize pool if you refer some of your friends to Ausbiz. So, yeah. Anyways, that was just an aside. Uh, listen, obviously, a lot of um, interviews with CEOs today up online in the newsletter and in the show notes. You can access an interview that we did with Rebecca James from HUM. Quick check in on where HUM shares landed today. Uh, they were in positive territory, putting on one and a half percent. So listen to her outlook for what's happening in that space, you know, which many say is ripe for consolidation. Mm. We have some analysis on Auckland Airport and perhaps what that result today could potentially mean for Sydney Airport. Another... Can't be good news. No, it's <laughs> a, the title is Who'd Want to Own an Airport, Annette? Yeah. And then the other interview that you can access in the show note is Annette's big picture that was recorded in the wake of that jobs read. So over to you, Annette. Yeah, we did. We had a trifecta in the big picture today. It's a bit of a blockbuster. But yes, we kicked off with QIC jumping into those employment numbers. The one that got the attention first was the slump in the unemployment rate to only 4.6, almost in the wrong direction. So of course, we were scrambling for details. And the more you dug, the uglier it got. I won't really uh, sugarcoat it. Hours work collapsed by 3 million hours. That is something you don't normally see. Of course, some of that was coming out of New South Wales in lockdown. There was a small employment gain, which some saw as a positive, but it was a little handful of part-time jobs, full-time jobs fell. Uh, participation rate dropped. What does that mean? People just gave up and dropped out of the workforce. So even though at first blush it looked like a good report, it just wasn't. And you know what? It's going to get worse from here as we get actual headline numbers of job losses thanks to these rolling lockdowns. So slightly better than expected for about five minutes. And then we discussed with Anthony Doyle, we took it out to the FOMC. What did the minutes mean? And please listen in. He gave a long list of how his investments are structured. Where is he long? Where is he short? Where is he trim duration? So if you want to look at investment strategy, Anthony Doyle spells out what Fidelity is doing. So I highly recommend to listen to that. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to go back and listen again. I had it in one ear as I often do when I'm in the newsroom doing other things. But yeah, um, the Prime Minister is out today, just back to jobs for a sec, saying that, look, uh, no worries, because the economy had such momentum going into these lockdowns that we will quickly pick up the pace on the other side. It's still up for debate this time around, isn't it? Um, well, it's not proven yet. The 
we've snapped out of every other lockdown. This is RBA and Treasury talking. Mm-hmm. They're constant. I sure. I assume they've got like you know little red buttons to talk to each other constantly. And so far, the, the history is we will rebound. So that is why they're holding out for that to happen this time around. I'm not sure, and certainly waiting for the RBA to do something is not the solution. We were discussing yesterday about checks. If they want people to snap out of lockdown and start spending, you're going to have to give them some more money. So over to you, Treasurer. Over to you, Josh Weidenberg. Now, this was a big week for economic data, not just in the States with a lot of that Fed speak, but, you know, the wages and uh, the jobs data. Next week... It's um, it's a bit quiet. It's isn't po- it? It, well, it's well, po- it's pointy on Friday. It's pointy head week. Okay, uh, so I'm I'm bringing all my pointy heads to to chat <laughs> because we start to get puzzle pieces for Q2 GDP and construction we, work done exactly. So. How much housing are we building? How much business investment are we building? What's the business investment outlook? So it's pointy head stuff. But again, I think it might reinforce that we're in pretty good shape, again, heading into Q3. So all of us in economist land are saying that Q3 is a nightmare. But let's find out what Q2 is first. And then we'll move on from there. Yeah, because it's for June, June yes. quarter. So we'll be talking a lot about the rearview mirror. But those releases are always rearview mirror kind of stuff mm-hmm. as well. Uh, I got ahead of myself there for a minute. Um, look, it was, again, back to reporting season. It was it was one of those big days, massive days. Uh, I mentioned some of the names there already. Uh, we had Evolution uh, reporting today. Also Newcrest in the gold space. Again, we spoke with Jake Klein from Evolution. If you'd like to listen uh, to the executive director, it's up online. Uh, but they were also the stocks of the day. So Kashi sat down with Adam Dawes from Sean Partners and Rob Cortlett from Macro Capital to see what uh, they had to say about these gold miners. As far as the results go, we, we thought overall uh, Newcrest was probably a slight beat on, on expectations. Um, from evolution's perspective, you know, it was very much a mixed bag. You know, as we said, you know, big cut on the uh, or a miss on the dividend side of things, uh, beat on EBITDA and in line with revenue and NPAT, so uh, or net income, sorry. So overall, you know, we'd probably call that one in line. Um, we're happy for clients to hold gold like a Newcrest or an Evolution or something like that in the portfolio if it's a very small amount only as a hedge. But right now, we'd find it very difficult to go out and buy either of these two companies despite their results today. I like clients to have a at least a 5% weighting in, in gold in, in, in their portfolio. So for me, I think, yeah, it is a good hedge against inflation. Newcrest would definitely be the one that I would choose out of those two. I do like Northern Star as well. So that would be my two picks in the gold space is Newcrest and Northern Star. Evolution third. But then after that, it's going down into the small end of the gold space. And I think you probably need to be in that top end. That is not going in the portfolio. No big aversion to gold, but not going in the Ausbiz portfolio. Guess what, Annette? Reporting season continues tomorrow. (laughs) So we've got Charter Hall. Uh, We've got Cochlear tomorrow and we will be speaking with the head of Cochlear, Dig Howitt. So we do hope you can join us for that. Uh, we've got Clean Away Waste Management. Looking forward to that one. That's also been booked in. So we will get some insights there. Uh, look, it continues. Sydney Airports is out. So we'll follow on from that Auckland Airport story today. A little bit 
it's a Friday. It usually calms down a little bit on Friday. I haven't mentioned everyone. Um, we've got Christopher Kent speaking tomorrow, but that's no, you've already effect. said that's a fizzle. That's wah, a, yeah, nah, nah, um, but yeah, Cochlear will be the big one. Stockland we will be um, hearing from. And uh, again, we get to, yeah, just I suppose a lot more chatter potentially overnight tonight there's the jobless claims jobless claims are always worth a look because i think we figured out one thing from the fed minutes is if you did a control f they were talking far more about jobs reports than they were about inflation Mm -hmm. okay so we're looking forward to all of that um again pretty quiet on the economic front here tomorrow but we'll bring you everything you need to know from reporting season and more. Just looking at the schedule tomorrow, it's looking like a great day. We do hope you can join us. Dig Howitt, Cochlear CEO, coming up at 3.45. Fantastic. That'll we'll be then. me. That'll be you. <laughs> okay. A jealous well, now, Annette. <laughs> in the meantime, put your feet up. It's going to be another blockbuster one. See you then. See you then.